Welcome to GoodBuddy's Market Pulse Update for 19th of April, 2021. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. Uh, we, we've had a very good month of April, uh, lots of good, strong economic data and really strong market performance. Can, can you just talk a little bit about the drivers behind that, Bernard? Yes, good morning. Uh, good morning, everybody. Yes, April has carried on from a strong first quarter. We've got that momentum continuing into April. Um, I guess a little bit of a change that it's, it's the US that's taken over the lead in, in, in April. It's much more balanced in the first quarter. And I guess that's driven by, by two factors. One, uh, where the economic strength is coming from. So the US has got a move towards a reopening and we're seeing that in the data coming out. Uh, so two weeks ago, we had a strong non-farm payrolls number, uh, almost a million jobs created in the month. Last week, we had retail sales uh, figures, which are showing 11% or nearly 10% growth month on month in the US in retail sales um, at a headline level. <clears throat> Um, as as the reopening starts to take hold, uh, so so that, that that's been the big driver of it. The other uh, very pleasing thing that's been happening over the last couple of weeks is we've been talking about rising bond yields across the world. Over the last couple of weeks, we've seen those bond yields coming down. So despite the strong data coming from from the US, the bond market is actually getting more relaxed. Um, in flows, we're noticing quite a bit of Japanese buying of US bonds. So, so that's kind of bringing those yield levels down. So we're getting a combination uh, in April of strong economic data um, combined with a more relaxed bond market. So that, that, that's a very good combination for equity markets and hence the strength we've seen. Like the, the US is up over 5% now month to date. Euro areas with a three uh, with very strong markets at the moment. And uh, Q1 reporting season is also underway, Bernard. And I know yes. it's very early days, but but off to a strong start too. Yeah, um, I think w- w- when we reflect on this uh, uh, reporting season, it, it is a little bit unique that uh, as we've entered into the reporting season, we've seen forecast rise. And uh, normally we see forecasts being cut as we go into a, a, an earnings uh, reporting season so that then we can deliver a beat. Uh, this time we've actually raised the bars we've gone into it. So it's quite unique in that respect. We've just gone through one week of it. So I think only about 10% of companies have reported. Uh, the main sector that has been reported has been the banks. So the first week has been a good week. And uh, normally the first week is a bit of a tough week in reporting seasons, but uh, we've actually had a, a very good first week uh, with banks beating expectations. Um, share prices were more muted in their reaction. And I guess two things to, to bear in mind there. One, bank share prices have moved a lot year to date anyway. Uh, so they were discounting a, a good bit of news. Um, the other is a lot of the beat has come through what they call lower quality streams of earnings. So it's investment banking, which is very volatile. It is right back of provisions. Uh, which is backward looking. Uh, the loan books, our growth in loan books pr- have disappointed people a little bit, but um, it's all around consumer lending. Of course, it's been a huge increase in personal spending as, uh, as we've gone through the lockdown. Um, and that's going to unravel as we travel, travel through the next few months. So I, I, I wouldn't spend any time thinking about what, what the loan growth rate has been in the US. Um, in fact, when, when we look at it, uh, it looks like US banks uh, w- will take part in the next, next leg of that recovery, which is a consumer-led recovery now that we're going to see over the next few months. 
Very good. And I suppose taken all together, Bernard, any changes or considerations for for portfolios? No, I think it's reaffirmed where we were. So uh, from the asset allocation perspective, uh, we've been overweight equities um, and very happy to maintain that. Uh, those that, that strong growth data translating into strong earnings growth with a more with a calmer bond market, uh, I think will will drive equity markets uh, uh, higher up. Um, within equity markets, uh, on the cyclical side or the recovery side, we've been stressing consumer areas probably a little bit early in doing that. Uh, they would have lagged other cyclical industrial sectors in the first quarter, but I think we're seeing the evidence now coming through from that strong retail sales figure. And within that, consumer services, uh, even stronger, like restaurant sales were up over 13% month on month. Uh, so we see that coming through into the consumer sectors, which, we, which we've been advocating as uh, the, 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 the next bit uh, of, uh, of the recovery trade in those cyclical sectors. And fixed income, we're underweighted, but we do hold it uh, for its stability. Um, and uh, again, we sort of thought people were getting overly uh, concerned about where fixed income markets are, are going. We expected the yields to rise, uh, but the, the rise would be muted enough and it would be orderly. And that seems to be what we're getting over the last couple of months. So for us, uh, it, it sort of reaffirmed the position that we've had um, or overweight equities within the, uh, within equities on the cyclical side, uh, stressing the reopening of the consumer-led recovery. That's great. Thank you, Bernard, for that. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to goodbody.ie forward slash insights.